0: Larry Kudlow. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow talking to Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Senator Johnson, um, the Trump tax cuts are expiring. Now, we're getting some of that. Uh, The 100% expensing, as you know, that's down to 80%. The R&D tax credit full expensing, that ends all together. Um, we've already had uh, 15% uh, minimum tax on something called book profits. The Bidens want to repeal virtually all of the taxes. But really, in the next couple of years, uh, the corporate tax will remain in place, but everything else goes down by 2025. That's a body blow to the economy because those tax cuts were a major, major stimulant. So is anybody looking at that, talking about that in the conference, Republican conference, and maybe, heaven forbid, even planning for it? because um, it's not going to be easy to get them renewed. Well,
1: I am, and that was the main reason I uh, gave up my seniority and membership of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee to get on finance so I could have greater impact this time. But the mistake that was made in 2017 is that uh, we constrained ourselves to a $1.5 trillion deficit score, and we couldn't do what we needed to do in terms of making the tax cuts permanent. And, Larry, you know I'm the one that uh, pointed out the fact that in the initial uh, proposal only cut taxes for about 5% of American businesses, the C corps. So I- I'm the guy that stood up the plate and said, hey, we mm-hmm. can't leave 95% of American businesses behind. Mm-hmm. So uh, as, as you're aware, I wasn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of the exactly how we landed here, and certainly I wasn't a fan of the fact that uh, we weren't able to make all these tax treatments permanent, because you, you cannot you cannot put small businesses, uh, past your entities at such a huge competitive uh, disadvantage to the C corps. So, no, this is exactly uh, why I joined Senate Finance. I, I, I'm, I'm hiring an excellent uh, uh, seasoned staffer uh, mm. coming from the IRS uh, mm. through pass-throughs. Uh, you know, I've got my own proposal I call the true Warren Buffett tax. I would, I would personally tax all business income at the ownership level, turn all businesses into pass-through entities. It's mm. entirely possible to do. I actually discussed this with Warren Buffett. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to work on that tax proposal. I'm talking to Democrats. So I've talked to Chairman Wyden. Uh, we cannot allow uh, this disparity of what will happen to small businesses versus C-Corps uh, if these tax cuts expire in 2026. We can't
0: let that happen. You know, Biden's budget kills small businesses on the tax side. You, I'm sure you know this. Kills it. it. It applies this phony investment tax. It applies higher um, entitlement taxes. It implies a higher top personal tax rate. Uh, and actually the owners of small business wind up paying higher capital gains, both realizing, I mean, he is like the arch enemy of small business. Well, when we're talking about pass-throughs, you're talking
1: about the really small mom pop shops, and those who were able to give a tax cut didn't even score. The ones I really had to go to fight for the top 20% of those pass-through entities, now, some of these can be some pretty large businesses. They're just structured as pass-throughs. By the way, if you don't extend that tax cut, they'll just convert to C-Corps, mm. and then we'll really slash their taxes. So it's, it's mindless. It's just class warfare that's uh, being engaged in right now. And so I'm, I'm going to do everything I can to bring some rational discussion to this thing, and uh, you know, hope, hopefully we can preserve these tax cuts for every American business because it's those large pass-through entities, are entities that are just such an engine of innovation and economic growth and, and job creation in, in our economy.
0: The other one is uh, I noticed and I've had some private conversations with senators, people with respect to the Social Security stuff. I know it's the third rail of politics, blah, blah. And I know Biden is accusing Republicans of cutting Social Security, Medicare, which is a lot of malarkey. Democrats have been saying that for 100 years. But I noticed there's some uh, renewed interest, Senator Johnson, on um, using a more market based investment plan for the long term. Um, setting it up as maybe uh, trustees, like the, uh, you know, savings uh, plan in the federal government, um, maybe letting individuals. But I think you know m- a market-based plan over long time periods. Whether you're in stocks, are the single best investment, but you could uh, you could have a bond fund, you could have a stock fund, you could have an international fund, you can have a mix of all these funds. I was just quite interested and positively surprised that there was so much. Uh, appetite for discussions about market-based investment for Social Security retirement.
1: Larry, well, you know, I'm an accountant, so I've actually done a spreadsheet of uh, what if. Had, we taken the Social Security Trust Fund surpluses every year and invest those in like a Dow Jones index fund. I know they didn't exist back then, but you mm-hmm. know, what if? Mm-hmm. We literally would have something like six, seven, eight trillion dollars right now in hard assets that are assets that have value to the federal government, as opposed to the government bonds that have no value to the federal government. It's just an accounting convention. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think people are talking about right now. Unfortunately, that they, now they'd have to take, you know, a big amount of deficit spending and invest that. You know, take about a 1.5 trillion dollar expenditure and invest that in some kind of a stock fund. The concern nowadays, of course, that would all be ESG. You know, it'd be, it'd be dictated by, uh, you know, liberal and woke politics in terms of where that money would be invested. And that's part of the problem that got the, a Silicon Valley bank in trouble. Is, it's investing and, in, in, you know, floating loans to all these loser businesses that are all, all based on climate change. So they'll never make money. So, I mean, it's a, you got a real problem. Had we done it back then, Social Security would be completely sound. It wouldn't be the pon- the legal Ponzi scheme that it is, but we didn't do that. Now now we're going to have to crawl our way out of this. But the sooner we address this, the better. But with President Biden demagoguing the issue, uh, have a hard time really imagining people going to address this in a serious fashion. Well,
0: we'll have to leave it there. But it's something worth talking about, I think. Arms-length trustees, things like that. But it's a tough one, I admit I can't wait for him to be gone, Senator Johnson. That's all I'll say. I can't wait for him to be gone. Senator Johnson, I can't wait for you to stay. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, thanks for helping us very much on a Saturday morning. Folks, I'm Larry Kudlow. We'll take a quick break. Much more on the other side. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, folks.